Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield. And I'm Josiah Jones. And this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we talk about some things going on in the world around us, discuss the latest sermon, read some scripture, and as always, we'll spend time praying for you. So let's get to it. Folks, welcome back to the show, and I have to say, in case you're tuning in for the first time, because we're always getting new listeners, which is exciting, uh, thank you for finding us. We are now syndicated in the Apple Podcast Store and also in the Google Play app, so that's exciting. Yes, watch out, world. Here comes Christ Community Podcast. <laughs> so we, we have a lot of fun around here, and um, we never quite know where things are going to go. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, we always get to talking about the sermon, but sometimes we take a circuitous path to get there. So yes. let's do that. Josiah, how are you doing today? How's it going? Dave, I am doing great. Thank you. Good. And, and by the way, speaking of yeah. circuitous, how was Colorado? Yes, yes, Colorado. Need you ask? Colorado is always wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, no, it was a blessing to be away uh, for a vac- family vacation. Um, it was uh, beautiful weather, great to uh, breathe some mountain air, uh, see the fall colors out there in the mountains, and we got to see some family. So, yeah, and it's good. Did you get to see the Broncos get stomped? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, had to bring it up. Two <laughs> weeks in a row of, of football. We're going to yeah. lose listeners if this turns into a sports show. Okay. I yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. want to talk about it because the, Bron- <laughs> the Broncos did not do well, and it's a sad, sad story of a season so far. But, no. It's an invitation <laughs> to come over to the Colts. All right. Well, we'll just take a, a quarterback when you're done with them. Although, I, we don't really want Philip Rivers. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, so good to be back. Um, glad to be back in the saddle, working on some things, some projects that were left hanging uh, uh, before I left, so it's good to be getting back uh, onto those things. And you know, while I was away, I, I tuned into our live stream. And can I just give a quick shout out to our AV team, doing just a spectacular yes. job yes, handling all that technology and the week-in, week-out uh, responsibilities. So uh, kudos to you, Tech AV team. Uh, but yeah, I tuned in uh to, to the service, and wow, it was so great to see the new member introduction. I mean, we just had tons of new people join on Sunday, join the membership. That was fantastic. Yes, it really was. It was outstanding. Uh, we had a number of families join and some more mm-hmm. on the way. Yeah. You know, Dave, this time has been strange. This time has been, mm-hmm. in many ways, challenging for the church, for Christ community, and for a number of churches but it is so encouraging to know that in the midst of this, Jesus is still building mm-hmm. his church. Yeah. He is drawing people to himself. He is uh, connecting us to the body because he's helping us see how much we need him and we need one another. Mm. Um, and so it is exciting to see how God is at work and Jesus is fulfilling his promise. He'll build his church. The gates of hell will not prevail against him. Yeah, amen to that. I, I like to say that I, I love it when new people join the church because there's something missing. And, and and that usually catches people off guard. What do you mean something's missing? Yeah. Well, something's missing in their lives that our church can fill. But 
our church is missing something that they can fill. And that's yes. awesome. I love how God does that, that there are needs. And this is God's plan for meeting those needs in his church. Absolutely. I've had several conversations re- recently mm-hmm. to see how God knits people together, maybe certain family having needs and being able to connect even with new families, mm-hmm. same kind of needs or uh, new families have quickly are quickly getting connected, mm-hmm. whether it's with um, a, a Bible study aim group mm-hmm. or serving on a team. A couple of ladies, my wife ser- serving a fellowship team. And she's mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. The gifts, the passion. So cool. Uh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. To and see that kind of doing and that ignites the fire in those of us that have been around for a while because it's like, all right, this is some yes. new energy to keep keep moving things forward. Um, Sports so. analogy, fresh legs. Fresh legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, I love sports, so that's fine. I, I, I don't mind sports analogies, but I know some of our listeners aren't uh, aren't as sports uh, in tune as, as we yes. might be. So that's good. All right. So like I said, circuitous path, but we're here eventually. We got to the sermon. Josiah, give us a rundown. Give us a summary, brief summary. I know you preached, well, I'm not going to say how long, but a brief summary from Sunday's yes. sermon, Faith and Faithfulness in the Fire. Tell us about it. Well, uh, the way that I got to the sermon is not your ordinary route, mm-hmm. uh, talking about uh, country music and my <laughs> you know, son singing, I heard she that... thinks my tractor is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when uh, I heard that, 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 uh, that uh, illustration, I was reminded of, of the, the old comedian Bob Newhart, and he had this great line where he said, I don't mean to denigrate anyone that likes country music. And for those of you that like country music, denigrate means to put down. <laughs> anyway, so I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, but country music, yes. You were I going. used to like country music. Oh, okay. The Lord <laughs> had mercy on me. Be no. careful. There's a lot of country fans in this area. Like I said, it can yeah. be very creative and catchy and telling very a story. Poetic. Yeah. Um, but the the thrust that my wife herself said, no, where in the, I was wondering, where in the world is he mm-hmm. going with this? But where I was leading is that last line, Love got me in here. Love yeah. got me out. To point out that right. that the the message, the central message of Daniel chapter three is the faith. The very thing that gets you into tr- that can get you into trouble is mm-hmm. what can get you out. The mm-hmm. faith that can lead you into the fire lays hold of the God who can lead mm-hmm. you out. It's awesome. And so then the driving question that we are asking as we looked at this passage that I think Daniel 3 begs us to ask is what can enable us to be faithful in the face of the fire? And mm-hmm. so unpack three convictions of faith that can enable us to be faithful in the midst, uh, in the face of the fire. And that is the only the true God is worthy of worship. Hmm. Uh, and the second is that uh, only the true God is able to save. And lastly, only the true God uh, is present in the fire. Hmm. And if we ask, how do we know this true God, who's, by the way, revealed himself in the person of Jesus Christ, hmm. how do we know that he alone is worthy of worship uh, is able to save, will be present in the fire. And the answer is because he has come to dwell among us in the person of, of Jesus Christ. He alone endured the ultimate fire of judgment in our place, not with us, but in our place, mm-hmm. so that we can be assured that he can save us from the judgment uh, because he bore it. He can save us both from temporal affliction and difficulties because he saved us from 
the the judgment that could destroy us mm-hmm. and if he would be present in our place in the midst of the the fires of of judgment we can be certain that he will fulfill his promise not to leave us nor forsake us to be present in the midst of afflictions to to cause them to sanctify us and not destroy us mm-hmm. and to give us the grace we need um, to face uh to face afflictions, uh, looking to Him, assured of His His love, His care, and His presence. Yeah, that's that's really good. I, when you were talking, I was reminded of of that that idea of taking refuge in Him because He He absorbed God's wrath on yes. our behalf, and, yes. and that that fiery wrath of God was absorbed by Jesus Christ, and so we run to Him. And yes. take refuge in Him, and that's uh, really the only escape from the fire of God's wrath is to yes. to run to the One that has uh, drank that cup for us. Um, so yeah, that, that that's a uh, it's just a great truth. And, and later in the sermon, you mentioned something, and I, I liked how you how you phrased it. Sometimes God delivers us from the fire, but He always delivers us through the fire. What what did you mean by that? Can you explain that a little bit more? Yes. Well, with um with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, God actually de- delivered them from the fire. Now, he, mm-hmm. they were in the fire, but their clothes were not singed, nothing. Uh, uh, um, they, they were not harmed at all. But even before they knew God would do that, they said, even if he doesn't, we, we will not bow, we will not worship. What enabled them to do that? The, their faith that God was ultimately going to deliver them, mm-hmm. even if he didn't deliver them from death, he would deliver them through death. And if you follow on in the book of Daniel, you'll see, you will see explicit reference to faith in the resurrection that would come through the Messiah. So when you read, and we're going to be looking at this passage in Hebrews, uh, we're going to be reading this mm-hmm. passage in Hebrews that I alluded to, mm-hmm. but in this great passage of faith, you see examples of both people who, whom God saves from the fire. He saves from uh, the, the literal fire here that's alluded to in Hebrews 10. He saves from uh, the lion's den. He saves from uh, the threats that David was facing from his enemies. Uh, he saves from, from the difficulties and afflictions that, uh, from temporal harm. Mm-hmm. But then there's a whole list of people whom we discover God doesn't save from temporal right. harm, right. but he saves them through it mm-hmm. so that it cannot do them ultimate, ultimate harm, but only serves their eternal reward and everlasting joy in God. Yeah, that's amazing. And so, Yeah, and I was thinking that, you know, that the power of, of Jesus and, and um, his conquering death through the resurrection— Yes. Is that, as Paul said, death no longer has sting, yes. right? It no longer has victory. So that for the Christian, in some weird reversal of fate, <laughs> as, uh, you know, as you could call it, we know yeah. it's God's plan, but death becomes a gift. Yes. Death becomes a gift that brings us into the very presence of God. And that's, that, that's mind-blowing to think that this horrible thing, this death that entered the world through sin, as we read in Romans 5, yes. now becomes something that God uses to deliver us into yes. his presence. And I think that that that, See, that theme is carried throughout all of Scripture. It's God's masterful mm-hmm. way of, of taking what seems to be 
our utter destruction and working it for our deliverance to show <laughs> I'm like nobody else. Yeah. And, and which in, in Romans 8, when Paul will talk about uh, all these things that uh, we face in this world as we're waiting the redemption of uh, the full redemption of the cosmos and of our of our bodies and souls, um, he says we're more than conquerors. But what sometimes people miss is he says, in all these things, mm-hmm. we are more than conquerors. Mm-hmm. So even if he doesn't deliver us from uh, the afflictions that Paul lists, and and there's a large list that's just mm-hmm. representative, he says, in all these things, we're more than conquerors. Because mm-hmm. if God's for us, who can be against? Because right. Christ is conquered, he, you know, the, the quote uh, of the um, poet... Um, th- that I've mentioned w- once before where he talks about death itself. Mm-hmm. It used to be our executioner, but the gospel has made it just a gardener mm-hmm. so yeah. that we conquer as Christ conquered and and we're planted and so raised to something even what we were intended to be glorious because of what Christ has done. Amen. So connect the dots for us a little bit. What words of comfort would you have for someone that's going through fire right now? Some type of trial, um, maybe it's economic because of the shutdown, maybe yes. it's uh, health because of a virus or some other health issue, and they feel the flames of that fiery trial right now. Connect the dots. What words of comfort would you have for, for someone like that today? In the midst of that economic health, whatever that is, God is worthy of worship. He Mm. is enough. I think of Psalm 73. Mm. In the midst of this, God invites you to look to him to say he he will be enough for you. Mm. He is good. He is trustworthy. Um, He's able to deliver. And so it is right and good to ask God, even in faith, like, um, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did, to deliver. Mm-hmm. He can heal. Mm-hmm. Ask him to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, he can. Uh, 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 he can provide uh, with through the body of Christ, uh, th- changing circumstances. Mm-hmm. Job. Nothing is impossible for him. Let's ask him mm-hmm. and believe him for that. And listen. Let's trust him um, to deliver, whether it's from the fire. Mm-hmm or through it, if even if he doesn't, so that we can say we have the same God as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm. Today we have the same God, and we have seen even more fully as he has revealed himself in Jesus Christ that we can trust him, that he will be enough, that he will provide his grace, will be sufficient, um, and even if he does not deliver from the fire, that you're going through right now, mm. right now, he will deliver you through the fire. He is faithful. Mm-hmm. God did not spare his own son, mm-hmm. but gave him up for us, and he's with you. He is with you now mm. to give you the grace that you need to face this today, and he's going to be Amen. with you tomorrow until he takes you to be with himself. Amen. When you were talking, I was thinking of that verse in Romans 8 as well, that God yeah. not sparing his son, but giving yes. us uh, giving us everything that we need. Um, it's just an amazing truth. And that it, those are comforting words, and I, and I appreciate that for 
uh, for my own soul, uh, which is good. It's good to, to, to hear those words for my own soul, but then also for the for our listeners that, that might be going through difficulty right now, and there's the, uh, that, the eyes of faith that uh, fix the, as Jesus the object of our faith. And yes. uh, that's what Hebrews is getting at with it, you know, looking, <laughs> looking forward. Um, uh, Hebrews 10, Hebrews 11, the eyes of faith looking forward. Future city for Abraham. Yes. Um, future glory for us, right? Future deliverance. Um, and so just keep those eyes of faith going uh, on the object, which is Jesus Christ. So thank you, man. Thank you for that encouragement. Amen. In our next segment, we're going to take the time to quiet our hearts and listen to God's word. With so many loud competing voices around us, it's difficult and yet so worth it to meditate on God's Word. So, Josiah, what passage are we hearing today? Dave, we're going to read a passage that I referenced in the sermon, and we Mm -hmm. just spoke about briefly a moment ago, Mm -hmm. namely Hebrews 11, verses 32 through 40. Hear God's Word. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel, and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Such a sobering reminder in that passage of what living like an exile is really like. I mean, these people were exiles in their time. Um, So what thoughts do you have, Josiah, from, from this text today? Dave, to kind of iterate, it, it does strike me here how you get a picture of how God does deliver his people through faith, both from the fire. Mm-hmm. You have this first list of people where uh, they, where God intervened so that they conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, mm-hmm. stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, uh, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight, and even women receive back their dead by mm-hmm. resurrection yeah. with both of the, the prophets. Right. Uh, the, these yep. women, Gentile w- women mm-hmm. no less, receive back their children mm-hmm. from the dead. So these are examples where God's people cry out in faith, and God showed up then and there to deliver, and he does that today. We should ask him in faith. Um, James reminds us, hey, that Elijah was not 
any different than us, and God heard him through prayer, so we asked through prayer. God delights to show up in the presence and deliver us from difficulties and trials. Mm-hmm. Let's ask him yeah. with boldness. And then there's the second list. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> and the sometimes, sometimes, God in his infinite wisdom and grace mm-hmm. has purposed to accomplish his good his good purposes through us in the midst of the fire, mm-hmm. a, a sanctifying fire that he preserves us in the midst of others suffered mocking, mm-hmm. flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned and so on, reading through this, where they, uh, but God preserved them, and we're told that uh, um, these were people of whom the world was not worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were looking to the what what enabled them. You mentioned it. It's it's uh, referenced earlier in this great chapter of faith in uh, chapter eleven. They were looking to the mm-hmm. city. They were looking to the reward. Mm-hmm. Jesus had promised, "Blessed are you who suffer for righteousness' sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, your great will be your reward um, in heaven." Mm-hmm. So God is worthy of our trust, whether uh, uh, he. Deliver, delivers us from the fire or through the fire. Yeah, and uh, lest we try to squirm out of this list, we're in here. Yes, at the end of the chapter. Yes, it, it, towards the end, uh, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. And and what that entails <laughs> is that um, our faith is required now. Yes. Which means there's going to be fiery trials to have faith through. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's it's something to, it's one thing to look back at these people and say, wow, good job. And kind of like they're, they're like the hall of faith, right? Like, yeah. And, and, in, and in many ways they are, they're cheering us on. They got yes. like the big number one up in the, up in the stands, like po- yes. pointing us to the, to Jesus, to, to the Jesus. reward, like the, keep yes. going, keep believing, keep having eyes of faith. Because apart from you guys, we're not yet perfect, right? We're, yes. we're, we're waiting for you to be faithful. For God to work His grace in your lives, yes. um, so we can't squirm out of this either. We're we're included, and, and um, you know when I look at this list, I think, man, I I, I don't really feel um, many of those things, the difficulties. I mean, perhaps kind of sort of mockery, maybe just a little bit, because trying to be a faithful Christian in a in a secular society, there's a little bit of mockery, but yeah. I certainly haven't been sawn in two yet, uh, and I don't think I wear sh- uh, skins of sheep and goats um, <laughs> that I know of. Uh, I guess leather shoes might constitute that. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so I'm thinking these, this is what living like an exile looks like. And, and maybe some of that is coming, you know. And I have friends of friends um, involved out in uh, some of these um, hymn sings out in the public square out, out in Idaho. And you've probably read about it in the news. But some of them being ostracized and mocked and some arrested for various things. But mm-hmm. I think, you know it's not too far off. And I know believers around the world are going through hell on earth in persecution and imprisonment. Um, And so I really shouldn't feel like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. It very well may. And that is 100% in alignment with what Hebrews 11 is telling us, uh, that apart from us, (laughs) they should not yet be made perfect. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. As we close, we want to pray for you. We believe that God works through prayer and that prayer connects us to the heart of Jesus. So, Josiah, why don't you open us in prayer and then I'll close. Gladly.
Father, we do thank you that we can come uh, to you in prayer, uh, knowing that um, you do not change. Just reflecting as we were in in the uh, talking about Hebrews mm-hmm. in uh, what you have said about the Lord Jesus, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we're reminded of that uh, in the passages that we're called to, to trust you to be present with us, to help us when we face trial, when we face temptation. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, we do come to you and thank you um, that you are fully dependable. We can trust in you no matter what we're facing. And you are present. You know where each one of your people is. You know what we need. You know whether we need encouragement. You know if we need conviction. Um, Lord, you know uh, us better than we know ourselves. So we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would remind us of your goodness. Remind us of your love and tender mercies. Enable us to say from our hearts, Jesus, you are worthy of our worship. Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing on earth I desire besides you. My heart and my flesh may fail, but you are the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Enable our hearts to truly say and believe that. Lord Jesus, help us to trust you whether you would deliver us from the fire or through. Lord, there are some right now who are uh, experiencing great difficulty. We ask that you would deliver. We ask that you would heal. Nothing is impossible for you. We ask that you would provide. We ask that you would mend broken relationships. Uh, We ask that you would uh, that you would give good reports uh, as uh, um, fr- from the from the doctor's visit, mm. Lord. Nothing is impossible for you. You love to show that you are present and active in our lives, mm. Lord. We pray for some for whom your sovereign purpose will be for us to go through the fire. Help us to trust you in the midst of that. Mm. Help us to see you are dependable. Mm -hmm. Father, you did not spare your own son, but gave him up for us all. How will you not also with him graciously give us all things? Uh, More than that, uh, Lord Jesus, you died for us, and you've been raised, and you are right now, seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding Mm -hmm. for us. May we see you, trust you, and know that by your Spirit, you're present with us. May that be more than just an intellectual uh, truth that we uh, uh, assent to. May it be a reality to our hearts, sustain us, strengthen us in the midst of the fire. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, as we continue in prayer, I just think about those as Josiah said, that are going through fiery trials right now. We pray for their faith, that you would sustain them, that you would give them a greater and greater vision of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fire that he endured on their behalf. And Lord, I pray that um, you would give them the strength that they need to endure the fiery trial that they're going through, whether it be health or um, financial or uh, spiritual uh, uh, trials, whatever it is, Lord, I just pray that you would give them Uh, all of us really, more and more of the Lord Jesus Christ. For we know that if we fix our eyes on him, our souls will be well. 
Um, and Lord, we thank you as I'm just thinking about this, uh, the last um, verse in this chapter, that you provided something better for us. You provided, and, and this, is, this is all your plan. This is your sovereign hand uh, at work in our lives, the fiery trials that we go through, and the fiery trial uh, at the end that you will uh, deliver us through uh, when, um, when our strength fails. We have confidence in Jesus Christ who went before us um, both through fiery trials and through the grave knowing that um, glory is on the other side. And so we pray for our souls, the the souls of all listening, that Jesus would become more and more real and that our faith in him would expand to even stronger and uh, greater heights. And so we ask all of these things in his matchless name, the all-powerful Son, the ruler of the universe, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org. And join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.